You're listening to DraftKings Network. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know what my dad would do? He would just drop me off by myself <laughs> nice. and leave. How old? I went to over Se- a He was dozen. seven years old. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was 33. Years old. <laughs> I was 33. Oh, when I moved in with my dad and I wanted to go to an amusement park, he's just like, all right, have fun, kid. Did you ever do like the Hurricane Harbor? Like, well, I mean, there's probably a lot of water parks down here, right? Well, my dad can't swim, so that was certainly a no. <laughs> yeah, no, no water parks with my dad. No, no rides with my dad. I, he did go with me once to like Hollywood Studios, and he says he has motion sickness, though I have no evidence of it because he never goes on rides. And he's like, "All right, I'll do this Aerosmith one. Does it go upside down?" And I was like, "No." Whoa, the Aerosmith yeah. one is. Yeah, yeah it did, right. and he was just screaming like the craziest obscenities, <laughs> like during oh, it. Wow. Oh. Like, no, he was like, I was 15 years old. He was going, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." During the ride <laughs> or after the ride? <laughs> but I kind of deserved it. My, but I, I wanted to finally ride a ride him, with my yeah. dad. During or after I, the ride? Understand? No, like during it. Oh, during like as yeah. soon as it like went at you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you! And we didn't have that kind of relationship where yeah. it was like, okay, like I, I was taken aback. I was like, father? Yeah. He was, was like, screaming as if he had just tripped over like a cornhole board or something. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just like everybody can hear visceral. you right now. I've always thought that, because I would go to the water parks, but I was afraid of the roller coasters, but the water parks scared the you, shit out what, of me. You would me. do the water slides? There were, well, I went on water slides. I went on like the big toilet bowl one. I went in the waves. Way the those are like more dangerous than I agree the, uh, with you. Looking back, I think I was peer pressured into it because I was like, fine, I won't go on the on the rides. Like this is but your, I will do this. This is your like compromise. I would prefer not to do either, but like if right. my friends are gonna never talk to me again, if I don't go to magic waters with them, fine, I'll do it. And so I would do it and every time I left either like Hurricane Harbor or Magic Waters, I would feel like I had just cheated death. Because those rides <laughs> yeah, and the wave pool so dangerous. I've never wait. Have I done a wave pool before? I don't think I've ever done a wave pool. The, the opening scene of Righteous Gemstones, where they're in the wave pool <laughs> yeah. and then they accidentally turn it up and the waves start yeah. like coming faster and faster. That is what it felt like every time I went in a wave pool. The uh, one of the things that also that I always find weird. You know what, what's the scariest roller coaster for me? It's gonna be weird. It's free fall. Free fall is the absolute most terrifying one. I'll do every loop de loop whatever, but free fall every single time I'm like. Shit, this is going down and it's going down hard. Water slides to me are far more dangerous because oh, absolutely. I, I feel once my shoulders come off the slide a little bit, oh, that's that's a that's a little terrifying. So in the first couple scenes of Action Park, the a, the HBO documentary, mm-hmm. they have the wave pool where people were getting injured. I don't know if you guys have yes, seen of Action Park. That documentary is crazy. There was a 30 for 30 that we did with Sugats 
yeah. where you know he talks about action park and stuff but like there was waves tossing people over people getting like in neck braces and stuff i like the i like the uh wa- the wave pool at typhoon lagoon that the wave it? pool typhoon lagoon that's yeah. a great name Hurricane Harbor, Typhoon Lagoon. It was such a good name that that park closed. Yeah. Oh, did it really? I think. Why is my mic off? Wait. Blizzard it's, Beach. Oh, we just turned my mic off. By the way, welcome to Mystery Crate. I think Blizzard <laughs> Beach is the only one. <laughs> hey. hey. I, I, haven't, I haven't been to Disney in 10 years. I'll look so it up, I, but so I believe I, Blizzard. That would make me very sad. I believe sad. Blizzard Beach is the only one still kicking. That was Typhoon Lagoon. They closed it. Impossible. Disney World. I think it's back because I saw an It was COVID thing. Maybe it was just during COVID. Yeah, it was COVID thing. How about that? It's back. Just like that. Typhoon Lagoon is back. Make no mistake about it. The the one though at Blizzard Beach, it's like literally just a straight, straight shot down. down. Yeah. Well, there's two of them. There's one that's straight down, hump down, and then uh-huh. there's just the one that's straight down. That one is terrifying. Is it like 135 feet in the air? You're going and straight you're down. You're flying. You're flying. You're going like uh. 80 miles an hour. It must be. Uh. So it have you guys like been it. to one where they oh. drop the 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 uh, floor on you, where you're in like yes. a capsule? Oh yes. And then yes. they just and then you shoot no. down. There's Hell one in no. Connecticut at at Six Flags. Yeah. Yeah, there is. That, I've been to that one. That's t- in Springfield. Yeah, there's a Six Flags in mass, Connecticut. Though. It's in Mass. A lot of Six Flags. Oh, six Flags parts. Connecticut sounds. It's awful. in Springfield. It's right next to the uh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm. Is it, it really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I went to that one by myself. So did I. Yeah. Well, with well, my wife. By though. yourself. With oh, my wife. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, not by yourself. That's not in Massachusetts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just like. Wow. Have fun. Long drive. Massachusetts kid. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a very complicated relationship with him. No, nah, it doesn't sound like it. Isn't that I saw the on Twitter the audience is trying to diagnose your relationship with your parents? <laughs> I mean, yeah, That's, yeah. I mean, like Mike is such an asshole to his dad. Walk, walk a mile in my shoes, guys. <laughs> everyone, everyone has the right to say things about their parents that other people can't say, right? Because you'll yes. never be able to understand a child's relationship with their mom or dad or dad or dad, whoever. Well, like it's just it's impossible mom. to just know what someone else has been through, and so you can't. If you're going to say something about your dad, like, it's hard for anyone else to judge that, I feel like. It's such a unique perspective. Right, but also, my thing is, like, it's a rib. I'm, I'm on the air. I'm, I'm performing for you. Well, that too, obviously. I'm like, wow, George no, Costanza no. has a really complicated uh, relationship <laughs> with his parents. Yeah. It's like, all real. Everything we do I, here is real. It's part of the dynamic, because what Don't works about our curtain. show is people feel like they know us so well, to the point that they'll just come up to you and just pick up right with where they think you are, but it's really... a character like what i'm doing on the air is an no. amplification no way yeah. impossible well I, I actually hate kids i just want to put no that I, I understand that I, I, this is what i love. don't touch mike is when they they pick up with you where they left off in listening so they'll say something like oh my god that's so crazy you said that about billy i'm like what did I say about I, like I said eight <laughs> I million things throughout the week? But I see these posts that are just like thesis and people just yes. psychoanalyzing oh. my relationships with people that I talk oh. about on the air. I'm like, guys, I have like so many things going so, on when I say anything into a microphone. Number one is like, how does this help the talent? How do you lift him up? How do you give him what he needs there? How do we transition out of it? How do you provide an off ramp? Then just like, how do I work you as a listener? Like, how do I elicit something out of you? Be emotional, laugh. Uh, a take that is probably not even something that I have a lot of conviction in, but it's just to perform. So, Mike, I, let me because this literally happened to me about a week ago. This is awesome. I about said a week ago. I said I tweeted about my kid playing this game called Undertale, which, for the life of me, is just the most boring video game ever. But 
my kid talks about it like it's amazing and talks like young Colin Robinson for anyone who's watched. Uh, oh, I look. love young Colin and Robinson. Then, and guess what? Like, that's how my kid talks about Undertale and it drives me nuts. And, you know, most of the fans were interacting, laughing and like making little quotes. like, And then this one guy says, how about cutting the leash and letting your kids go be on their own with this? Not everything in their life has to be about you, my man, SMH. And I said, repressed feelings about a lack of fatherly approval, table of one. <laughs> Damn. Sick burn. That's, I'm, well, I'm, it's a weird thing to say. It is guy, weird. You're a good man, a great dad from how your personality comes across the airwaves. Trust me, it sounds like you're doing a great job, I mean. This dude truly believes that everything we're doing here is just like, a day in the life. Someone just turn on a microphone and a camera and we are being ourselves. Well, I, I have a question for you guys since we are doing Mystery Crate now. Maybe we should, I don't know. We, we've we've kind of ping-ponged this idea around for a year about like doing a behind-the-bit series for Mystery Crate. And it oh. sounds like we're kind of going into it now. Maybe we do like an Inside the Podcast Studio episode mm. where we... I'll be James Lipton. ...reveal ourselves to the audience. I don't know. Just spitballing I'm here. actually the smartest one here. Yeah, Chris, you are known as the oaf. But that's very far from your actual... Jeremy's the actual executive producer and has been for several years. I'm 75 years old. Tony's hideous. I have an IQ of 48. Roy loves being here. Hit him with the laugh. So maybe we won't do it inside the podcast studio. Well, if we were going to do that, wouldn't we break down the Aubrey Plaza episode? We're going to do it behind the bit. Aww. I think people Aww. forgot it. Like, people know what happened. Is it, do Aww. we have to break that down some more? Really? Because I don't actually think she's having a moment. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> there, a good I said it. Zach Aww. didn't even go to the movies that day. Can I reveal part of a, a behind the scenes of a bit that I took part in this week? Sure. This is, you know, equal parts okay, me okay. filling right, and me trying right. to. Here we go. Jessica, you took part in a bit this week that wasn't quite reality can you explain to us what was going on all right well there's nothing like secretive about it it was just something funny that happened okay. we decided at the last minute to put gigam on mike and chris's butts <laughs> and so i had to get gaff tape from hildy and spell out gigam and chris's shirt is so long that it covers his butt so i just put the gig like on his lower back now, but i had to put the m on mike's butt and don't, don't say had well, i didn't have to like i, I opted into I this i'm not all the i'm pressure not points like, that were uncomfortable for jess I, I'm, I didn't have to do this. Like, I, I opted yes. into this. This was my I said you really idea. don't have to do it. But I knew that I was the only one who would probably do it yeah. well under pressure. I trusted, we had not a lot of time. I trusted you as our arts and crafts no, department. I, I kind of want the top five lowest moments of Jess's career. Because, like, when she was putting the G, the G.I.G. on my ass, <laughs> like, that had to be a moment where she's like, uh, uh, that, that might just barely outgain the C asterisk debacle of 2017. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, however, I did have to put the M on Mike's butt, and I, I spaced it out in a way in which I, I didn't space. really want to press down yeah. to, to, to attach it part. tightly. Chris did, but yeah. there was part of it that was in a very sensitive area that Chris had to mm -hmm. Especially since you know so much about that region exactly. from everything that I've shared with the audience that it has not at all been an amplification. I honestly haven't chat since Ross Perot ran. <laughs> I thought we oh cured that. God. Now, Michael, you, you've often talked about your constipation problems. I thought we had solved that a few years ago. I'm doing all right right now. You see, you don't have to actually not shit if you don't eat. Mike, are you eating? Yeah, in once, once, once a day. Once a day, right? You're still on the once a day Once plan? a day, and then we get to the weekends, and it's like, all right. 
I'm let's back. Eat, let's eat twice. I'm eating again. Let, let's, let's get nuts. I'm, I'm eating again. I'm eating again. Maybe I'm a brunch. Again. Cynthia grabs him by his ankles and like a wheelbarrow just into a trough of food. <laughs> Has not eating affected your tolerance for alcohol? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I know, but, you know, some people are just... You know, some Bill Diffie. Well, yeah. I, I also have to be very careful because, like, I'm on some medication and I don't want, I have to space it out. So if yeah. I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to be drinking that day, I got to stop this medication. So there's a lot going on right yeah. there. And that was actually me being honest with the audience. Uh, Thank you. We appreciate your candor. <laughs> now, Tony, you've often been known to be a bit of a buffoon when it comes to the bets. Yeah. Walk us through that. What what are the, your motivations when you are picking? It's really simple. I don't watch baseball. I don't care about what? baseball. Amen. But what I do is oh. I just take the best team, playing the worst team, and then pick the worst team so you guys get the best team. Pretty simple. Huh. I'm like 50% on it. So, Tony, would How's you say that your, your um, inadequate gambling fade tony bit is just a bit or are you really incompetent yeah no, well no i'm incompetent in other things as well but like there's some things that i play the bit Where are your of the sources character. on that uh me my wife <laughs> my wife mostly <laughs> my parents uh my mom dan um dan yeah dan, i get i get it from dan a lot Unfortunately, but that's cool. How does, How does that, that make you feel? How does it make you feel? When the um, I snap. You know what? I want to apologize. I, I apologized to, to Billy earlier this week when he said something that I didn't really agree with. Are you gonna apologize to the audience for telling them to suck? No, it no, no. I will ago? not apologize oh, to them oh, for oh. telling them to suck it. No, they can suck it. <laughs> no, I, I want to apologize to Witty in person. Look at me, Witty, right in my eyes. Oh, wow. Sure. I'm sorry Look I snapped at, me, at you when you oh. asked me about my my sources. It was just I felt like it was an undercut. Of it which was. I get many of. Yeah. Mm. So it was like, man, I really know this, so I have to strike back with force. And I didn't mean to do it. It's like a judo chop to your neck. I massively appreciated the information, Tony. I thought it was great stuff, illuminating to the conversation. It's just like that stuff in particular, I know you don't just have that offhand. Mm. Right? You, oh. did, you, did, you didn't look at it. So it's, it's you know, cite your source. It was, it was listen, multiple not, places. I don't, I don't have 100% batting average with citing sources myself. I do my best. Tony had that. He looks relieved after doing that. I'm going to do You know what, Roy? I'm sorry. A couple minutes ago, I made a joke about that you didn't like about you not liking to be here and stuff. And I'm sorry about that. I don't accept your apology. Ooh, okay. So what do you accept mine, though, right? <laughs> Wait, what was the offensive part to you, by the way, of, yeah. the, of that? Just him putting my name in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, I think. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, oh, me yeah. involving you. You're, you're, you're very big yeah. on the keep my damn yeah. name out of your Roy mouth. Roy yeah. yeah, don't use sorry. me as a joke. So that was the offensive yeah. part that yes. he actually put your name in his mouth. Yeah, don't mm. use me as a joke. Yeah, don't What's do that. Not, is that a show? Not using you as a joke. It's that more, was exactly what you did. It's more no, it's playing off of our characters that we. I gotta say, we're doing. We're doing. I must admit, you don't seem like you like being here. No. There was a moment this week in which I felt that Chris Whittingham felt personally attacked. It actually was pretty much every episode we did on Thursday. By whomst? By uh, Dominique, Whomst? Dan, me, David Sampson, me again. How did you Also attack? me. Let's, 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 let's play the personal responsibility game. How did you, how are you responsible for attacking Chris Whittingham? I, I doubled down on some jokes at Woody's expense that I feel bad about, and oh. I, I want him to know that I, they were just jokes. Did you feel bad about it in the moment or yes. after reflection? Both. 
I always feel bad when I make fun of people. That doesn't stop me from doing it. I don't, I don't believe you. And do. that is honesty. I think you're full of shit right now. Dominique, <laughs> Dominique was a little, he came in hot against Chris, Chris Whittingham. And I would like Chris to know that we really appreciate and value his contributions yes. to the team. He isn't, you know, Dominique said that he misuses smart people words. And he has I, no talent. And he has I no believe. talent. And he's, and he's, and he's generally a weird he's guy. And, and he's overrated. And he might have killed Stu Gatz. And I would just like Chris to know that Chris, we in this room don't agree with all of that. We Some know of it you we didn't do, kill Stugatz. Yeah, not all those bodies. Right. <laughs> I also would like to apologize to Chris Whittingham for making a Twitter post about what Dominique said about him. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Was I don't think you're sorry I apologize. about that. I don't think you're, you're sorry about that. You're my brother. No, no, Juju. <laughs> my, yeah, my, my favorite social media post of the week was that Dan has dressed up as Kane choking uh, Chris Whittingham with a caption, Contrava. <laughs> Juju was like Pablo Torre there. I could hear him smiling while saying sorry about that to Whitty. I'm so sorry. I posted that tweet. That's this not... episode is brought to you by Great Clips. Oh, oh coming, no, no, it's Super Coming up next. No, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you why the Atlanta Falcons are potentially dangerous as underdogs to the Rams this weekend. Juju, how do you feel when you make tweets that are at the expense of show members? I feel... Like there's a construction truck reversing behind you. <laughs> like I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> like he's getting paid to do it. Like a dot, dot, dot. Everlasting. Uh, the most tantalizing image in the world an eye message three dots flickering in the midst as we wait for the incoming message that never actually arrives also i feel like a guy that has bitten into a york peppermint patty sliding down the slopes you get the sensation those are the worst what your yeah, peppermint yeah, patties? Bad. I hate those what Ugh. No thanks. I don't really like anything mint. I don't like anything that tastes like my toothpaste. Yeah. You don't like gum? I don't like anything. Mint chocolate chip ice cream? Chewing gum? I mean, I guess gum maybe. Mint tea? Maybe like a mint. <laughs> like mint I'll tea. take a mint that tastes like mint. But oh, the the red and white ones? I don't like anything mint flavor. Like Love ice cream. Like peppermint? get get that how, all how, out of here. How many peppermints are you grabbing? Witty out of the bowl by the by the uh, the hostess stand at a restaurant. You very rarely see those anymore. I don't see really? I don't I don't see peppermints anywhere. Is that a is that a is a COVID thing? Perhaps, but they, they are individually packaged. So no, but still, you I get, yeah, the communal bowl. Yeah. yeah, I like wow. that. I like that brown and green mint. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Wait, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's Andy's what they're called. Mints. I think yeah. mints. That's a generational thing, and this is a barbaric way to put it. But I think the people that would put out mints are dying off. No, come on. I, man. I think they're slowly dying. I'm off. I'm here. Should we bring it back, Jack? I want. I want. I want to bring. I want to bring the peppermint back into the the the, the restaurant bowl. I love the restaurant bowl of peppermints. I you know, know you always get five. the Andes at Shorty's. Shorty's always has and I'm only talking to Mike here, sorry. And people in Kendall. Well, that's good with a national podcast. Well, you know. You know what I mean. Witty, what was your strategy that, with, with Halloween when you'd walk up to the bowl and it says take one? You're a take one. I'm a take one, yeah. yeah Ooh, I have a question for the, the group. Yeah. Uh, last year, to much critical acclaim, we did a Halloween candy draft on Mystery Crate. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now that it is officially spooky season, 
Will we be doing another one this year? Is it spooky? We got to get back to drafting. I had mystery like October crate envy. One is I had crate envy. Crenvy. 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 Because you wanted to draft candies. Well, I had. I just took such deep offense to <laughs> some of the lists. Didn't Witty <laughs> take Tootsie Rolls? Yeah. Like number one. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> can we? Can we find that list? I'm gonna find two. it. I'm gonna find it. Right number two now. was like dental floss. A toothbrush. I think we learned there that he'd never eaten a Snickers or something. I hadn't. I think. I think I ate a Snickers like 30 minutes after recording. We have like a bowl of them out there. I mean, we didn't then. Oh, we didn't. It was a year ago. Okay. Yeah, it was dark and gloomy. Shout yeah. out to. You didn't have a sink. Shout out to Hildy. Hildy. Yeah. That's it's a, it's and Kristen. A, I go, I go back there in our employee lounge, and, and I'm like, Is that what it? This is a pleasure. You call it the employee lounge? I actually lounge? lounge back there sometimes. I found the list. Okay. Wow. Chris Whittingham took Tootsie Rolls. No, 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 no. You got to do it like you're the commissioner. What the first pick? So we're doing the, the entire draft. Well, yeah. there, there was also so 50 just picks. Doing a different mean, yeah. draft. I don't like my first pick. I have regrets. I went Reese's I Pieces. I should have gone Reese's. I should have just gone Cups. I should have gone Cups. No, that's my cups. regret. I, I know, but I, I think that's, I prefer that. I is, think is, I is, is the spinoff like specialty candies? Like instead of like, you know, Reese's Pieces, it's like the, the egg version. Or instead of oh. Skittles, it's sour. You have to take sour Skittles or tropical flavored Skittles or all the other varieties. You know, they make a, st oh, wait, I think we do know this. They make a Starburst now that's just like the red and the pink. No, it's yeah. just, it's it's the all pink. It's called Starburst all pink. That's terrible. There's all red too. There's terrible. Starburst is all about like, hey, you want a Starburst? And you look and like, ah, oh, shit, like I, I got orange. Like you have to have oh, wow, that. that, that so, what, so what's our huh. go-to flavor that you say, oh, shit, for me, it's red. When, no, I red is the best. when I see the red, red, red one, it's like, oh, This is crazy. I don't yellow. like any of them. Yellow is the one. I think the most polarizing one it's is orange. yellow. It's orange. Some people think like, no, 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 I pink. like yellow. Some I like people yellow. think pink is like the best. No, pink is good. I'm with no. you. I like yellow. Pink is the best. Uh, orange, orange is the best. Orange and red, red is the best. Orange got to go. Well, orange and red are the best. No, orange got to go. Orange is terrible. Orange, take it out. Roy, do I have permission to put your name in my mouth? Oh. Whoa. Ayo, sure. Said his name. You guys are weird. Yes, you drafted sure. Starburst second. Yeah. Did you draft every Starburst color or just the reds or the pinks? Um, it came in the like the little two packs, so it would have oh, to be yeah. everything. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So well, if we right. redid our candy draft, you guys think we should do like only spinoffs of the original candy? So you can't pick a regular Twix, but you could pick like. A, a white chocolate Twix. I feel, like we, should, I feel like we should probably draft something else, right? <laughs> we, mm. we did candy last year. It'd be weird I, to like make I, it this like. This is a production meeting. What yeah. do you propose I, we draft? I don't know. Costumes. Mm. I thought, I thought it, costumes, costumes are, are endless, though, right? Like you could be anything. But it's like, yeah. I mean, that I seems draft, like a good uh, grid of death brainstorming session, to be yeah. honest. What costumes to do? Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like like. What's the what was the movie that came out and everyone wants to do a costume of, based off of that? There's something Squid Game? Not Squid Game. It just came out this year. I like, know exactly what you're talking thinks, about, and I can't remember. Everyone thinks that this Halloween everyone's gonna be dressed like these uh like these people. I can't remember what movie. I'm blanking, I mean, but I know what you're talking guy. about. With with my Tony's guy. guy. Yeah, with my guy. Oh, uh uh Tom yep. Cruise. That Mich one? No, Maverick? my guy. You know what I mean. Who's your guy? No, my guy. Are you doing a thing? Yeah, I'm doing a thing. <laughs> so you have no one in mind? Yeah. <laughs> You made me turn on the mic for that. <laughs> the, well, Mike, I'm just gonna. I know you're you're you know mystery created and out, but my mic stays on during mystery. Oh, okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Mike stays on. Mike. Um, Mike. I find it a yeah, yeah, friendly offensive. Inside okay. the mystery crate studio, Tony has a larger speaking role, Mike. And no, he I understand. His mic on. Well, Thank it's you, just Mike. difficult because like it's always on. Yeah. And that, yeah. I'm always on though. Dog. I'm an I'm an always on kind of guy. You know. But it shouldn't be. Nah. Why? 
No. Mystery no. Witty no. drafted Tootsie Rolls, Airheads, Now and Laters, oh, Candy God. Corn, and Warm. Not even Now and Laters? Not even Now and Laters. Now and Laters. Candy corn too, very candy corn. Very oh my god, controversial. You have by that by that point, I was going for it. I was I was I was <laughs> going true. for having the most controversial Shite list in the bunch. So <laughs> we we well two things. We need to get to the Sueys at some point. Oh, it, it second was... thing. This might have been the episode in which Woody revealed that quote double bubble fucks him up, which I think should have been a, a Suey winner for best revelation because what a revelation that was. Double bubble fucks me up. Yeah, the bu- bubble gum gives me a massive. The smell gives me a massive <laughs> the headache. Smell but you of can chew other gum. Bubble gum. You, bubble you, gum. You know what? Also, like, gives me. It almost makes me break out in hives. Is Velcro. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Like, if what? I am around someone, God, you could have given me a thousand guesses. Velcro. You're a duct tape like, guy. I, I, feel, I feel it in my neck. It's rope. like He's it's more like rope. a more suffocating of a feeling. Duct tape. The people, and also, also the feeling of chalk. You could have given me chalk, two thousand guesses. Chalk on a chalkboard is yes. like, no, just that, it's that like is, that's uh, screech, that's screech is bad. What, it's, it's like nails like, on a chalkboard. Shiver my whole body. Styrofoam, the sound of squeaking styrofoam. Oh, Jess, you're you're young enough. She's Thank very you. young. She's super young. She's Thank not you. actually seven. Her mom was on Twitter when she was three years old. You never actually <laughs> went to a school that had a chalkboard, did you? Oh, neither did I, by the way. Oh, wow. No, you missed out. You you had no, it would have been so my worst nightmare. You never got punished. You had to take the erasers out and clean the so erasers. My my, my K through eight. Old. My K through yeah. eight was a really 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 old school. Like, did not have a lot of like. Modern amenities. Funding or modern amenities. I'm pretty sure we did have chalkboards until one year. But when I was in high school, my high school was haunted. And the fourth floor was off limits to students. It was like Hogwarts. It was like you can't go to the fourth floor. I feel like that's what they tell kids to not go up there. It was. was, Teachers taking advantage of it. It was really, really creepy. And it was was like Hundo P haunted. So one of my teachers took us up there at one point. And there was like, you know those like Victorian claw bathtubs? Mm Mm-hmm. There was a, one of those bathtubs was up there, which was really scary. And I was like, oh, I've never seen one of these before. But the other thing that was so really why was it scary. There? Hold on. Why was it there? Uh, well, my high school like used to be an orphanage and then it burned oh, down. It's, it was oh, like, oh, wow. Okay. Hold on. Why would it school there? Everything is haunted. Why would it? Who was that? Is that a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear him too? <laughs> why? All right. At a certain point during the school school board meeting, they're like, we should probably burn not down do the burn down well, orphanage. So there was an old monk who... Uh, that's another <laughs> red flag. Yeah, yeah. Stop right there. That's a canary in a coal mine if I've ever heard one. There was an old, there was an old monk who worked at the school who I think was an artist monk. and he was a really amazing, incredible Damn painter monk. and all of his paintings went up into this storage fourth floor room which used to be classrooms and I think used to be a dormitory and so it was very creepy, very old, very haunted vibes. It was... No one went up there unless you had like two people had a key to the fourth floor. Mm. And otherwise, it was just a long staircase to a, a locked door. So you couldn't go up there. So I just want to point out that when you said Hundo P, Mike scattered like a, like a, like <laughs> like a law enforcement on a wiretap and hearing codes from drug dealers and like snapping his fingers and like, get on that. <laughs> people record, are doing record, research. Record. We, Hundo P. Person, means, person of interest, Hundo, Mr. Hundo P. You put it on a cork board and like, no, oh, like then circle I got it. it. With a question <laughs> never mark. never heard of Hundo P. Oh, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> Wait, really? I do, yeah. A lot, a lot of the places that I go out, everyone's saying Hundo P. <laughs> Hundo P. Anyways, I was going to say one of the most jarring parts about going up there, because it was like totally abandoned for decades. There was an old, old, old-fashioned chalkboard. It's black, 
Yeah, there you go, Mike. <laughs> Black chalkboard with like old chalk stuff on it from like decades ago. And for some reason, that was the part that really freaked me out. I was like, damn, this shit is old. Yeah. There is a black chalkboard. Yeah, well, you're missing out on one of the great joys of going to school, which is being punished and taking out the the uh, the erasers. And that seems rid of bad for your lungs and respiratory. It was terrible. It, it was. was bad. It was terrible. Don't act like that. Then. I also had a pencil sharpener. Like an old school, and you'd have. Oh, to oh yeah, we had that. that. I remember. Yeah, you have to the crank stand pencil up sharpener was the best. Crank it. My elementary school was like oh, yeah. tiny. Like I went to school with the same like twenty people for nine years. Yeah. It was very very small. So we had all of these. Quote, I went to quote old these. fashioned. Yeah. I went to Christian school, so like most of my high school friends are date back to even further. Though I did switch. I went to uh, Tony. You went to Westwood, right? That's why I said that's where I had chalkboards at Westwood. Yeah, we had was, exclusive chalkboard. That was an old school mm. Baptist. Like old, they would hand school, you, they would hand yeah. you a pamphlet of what your hair was supposed to be, and it hadn't changed since 1955. <laughs> Seriously, wow. that's not a joke. No, that's I not swear a joke. God. So you that guys had to Westwood have like well, the, no, I, I didn't have the that. pomade no. to the side. And oh, like, the pomade! That's what they wanted you to do. The rebels never did that. But they what? wouldn't make you cut your hair. Like they, if your hair was over your ears, they'd take you to the principal's office and he would cut your hair. What if you had your hair like yours? Like, were you? you oh, got I faded, wouldn't have that. But then no. no, he couldn't. No. I wouldn't. And they, you, the principal, Miss McCraney, had a paddle with a bunch of holes nice. in it, Rest so in it wouldn't have like the wind shear as yeah. she brought the, it to you. Know, the holes in the paddle, low key. What a brilliant adjustment to the regular paddle because yeah. it's like I do this. It's too much wind resistance. It's kind of stopping me. What if we had holes through it? So just swings nice and smooth right, right on your the, ass. Ow! Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it, it didn't feel great the either. The nun that came up with that one, she was on to something. When she bent me over as I was 14 years old, it was <laughs> not fun. We, uh, I, The school I went to in Sudan, we had, like, the option, the paddle or we tell your parents. Oh, paddle all the day. Paddle. Oh, how paddle old all day. are you guys? Because I swear to God, what I'm getting at school ain't half as bad as yeah, what I'd exactly. get at home. I was like, I don't, I don't need to hear it like beyond three o'clock or whatever. Just Should like, we go back to G. Lewis Gill therapy for all of this? I feel like this is like we're really revealing a lot about our yeah. childhood. Well, drama. it wasn't my it built, dad that was doing it. It built character. 20th century B word. <laughs> 20 CB. Very much so. Yeah, you guys would have loved being hit in school. Let me tell you. <laughs> The face Dan just made from the corner was... Oh, Dan, I mean, you know. Hi, Dan. Dan, you know. The nuns. Yeah. The you nuns. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That well, didn't happen to you at all in Catholic school? No, my school did not mm. uh, abuse us. Corporally punish people, whatever the word <laughs> is for that. Did, they didn't physically abuse their students. Weird. Mm. What, not what, that I It was remember. a staple for us. Where, where it went wrong. What was the virtue in cutting the hair off your ears? Because, like, to teach you a lesson, would Well, it? Jesus but, had no. a crew cut, so they just, <laughs> it was to be more Christ-like. Right. right. Wait, wait. Follow up to that. Tony, I'm wondering why your current haircut wouldn't fly. Because it's too radical. It would never fly. No, you hippie. It would never, it like. too radical. Yeah, 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 it was, it was oh. crazy. I once had a teacher call me a hippie. <laughs> but like meant it, not as a Is joke. Is that an like, insult? And Mike had the yeah. same haircut he has now. Yeah, Is like, calling you're a someone a hippie an insult? To, Weren't hippies yeah, generally to, like. a generation. Yeah. If you're laying out peppermints. For people, then you're certainly Hippies calling someone insult, a yeah. hippie. Is Appalling it? to me for you to kill the generation and kill the peppermint. I it's I ran in here infuriated by just that. You, you guys, lay out, you, you can't lay kill mints? the peppermint. Yeah, Whittingham is correct. A bowl of peppermints in a restaurant at the front makes it a better restaurant. Yeah, massively. You get you makes get it three cheap. or four cheap. Yeah, it makes it cheap. What? Makes it cheap. Makes it a cheap restaurant. Get out of here. Makes it a cheap restaurant. Absolute lunacy. You walk out. You got a little a little you know. Thing to unwrap right there. Makes a great sound. Yeah, you, have a piece of gum. Trying to figure out what the next move is. You're like, well, gum is uncouth because you're, no, you're chomping you away you like a pink carol. Pocket, yeah. You leave, no, no. You put the gum. You, the, gum the mint is is subtle. You put it in your mouth and you can just and maybe hold it under your tongue if you need to speak or whatever. And then, but then here's a, here's what I wanted to ask earlier, Witty. How many are you grabbing? Three or four. Yeah, I'm I'm scooping. Really a full so that's like eleven probably you can fit in there. Yeah, like I might I've got my paw full of it and putting in because you never know when you might need a mint. I will say the like re gum for me, it's but bubble gum fucks you up so you're no but, 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 but regular regular gum regular Doesn't gum fuck you up. I, I, I'm good with okay. Um, I feel like wh where do you keep your gum because obviously I don't have a bag on me mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't like to keep gum in my pocket mm -hmm. so I'd keep it in my car yeah. but in South Florida it's 110 degrees no it, it, it I have had it holds up great I have had piping hot gum before mm. and it was terrible so I I don't know how you like for me the the, the mint coming out of the restaurant helped solve that problem pipe there's steam could not have coming been off piping of it, hot. it was, no it was hot. it was probably just a little warm no it, well it was melting I mean relative to gum it was piping hot it was like it was like Cape Blanchett's elf you ears. had to blow on it first just melted all over the dash it was, like, it, was, it was like it came apart very easily you know what happened to me the other day he blew on it like it was hot tea I was uh, I was leaving my apartment early one morning to go play basketball with Ramagil and. As I'm leaving, right, I look at something on my car, and it's like a white, like, I don't know, line, samurai right? Samurai sword cut? No, no, this is above <laughs> the samurai sword cut. Mm. This is above the samurai sword cut. So as I'm, as I'm walking over, I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck is this, right? So I'm looking at it, I'm trying to, like, clean it, it's sticky, and then I realize what it was. My car was parked on the street. Somebody rolled their window down and spit gum, I guess. Oh, And it got, like, all over my car, because it rained that night before, too, so it, like, disformed, it was dis I still haven't taken it off. I still haven't taken it off. It's it, like I'm trying to clean it and it won't come off. That brings me to my follow-up. What do you do with gum? <laughs> Spit it out. 
I mean, yeah, spit what it do up. you mean? Trash can? Like, I, I, I litter it. I hope that's not bad. Wait, you like, throw it on the ground? No, like in the grass and like. Oh, Jesus! Ruined so many of my shoes, man. Not biodegradable. It's gonna stay there forever. Yeah, and it's no, it's not gonna stay there forever. It's look gonna stay these, on the bottom of my shoe. Look at all these people there, here. What it's are you? gonna harm animals. Oh, Thank you, Dan. You birds are, are gonna mean. eat it. Dogs are gonna eat it. Cats are gonna eat it. All full of shit. Every single one of you. What do you mean by that? No. Just what are you guys doing with your gun? Shopping cart, Chris. I swallow it if there's no place to throw it away. I'll swallow it. Watch out! It'll stay in your stomach for seven years. Well, that's what's happened. No, it won't. That is a <laughs> that is a legend. That's the reason why I brought it up is because I swallow my gum. I'm very good at it. What? Wait, what? Hell yeah. yeah. Every piece of gum every piece of gum I've ever had. Yeah. Wow. It's actually, oh it's, actually, it's, actually it's actually part of the experience. It's actually part of the experience. Thank for you for drawing the attention off me. <laughs> that's actually what? that's actually crazier than what Chris what Cody said. Is happening. You swallowed every, that's why double bubble fucks you up. Because yeah. you're yeah. swallowing it in droves. You're both idiots. I, I hold in front of the court exhibit A. It's called a trash can, also known as a rubbish bin for some people. <laughs> when you are done with said gum, step one, locate one of these convenient containers located all over cities and towns across the country. Step two, stand over it. Step three, spit said gum into the vessel. Step four, walk away. Boom, you're welcome. Dude, are you doing bit right now, Witty? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. This is not me breaking. This is not cool. I kind of was. But what's wrong with it? But what's wrong with it? You don't. It's not meant for that. It's weird. That's what's wrong. It's just weird. You don't do that. But do we know that it actually has a deleterious effect on your health? Yeah, very deleterious. It does very deleterious. I don't think deleterious. Witty, in your in your in your defense, I I do think that the the it stays in your stomach for seven years. Things all horse hockey. No, that's yeah. How I don't know why I said horse hockey. No, it is horse hockey. Okay, David. The same thing. David, you said it too, and I felt uncomfortable. I literally want to like retire from my job for just saying like that's. The weirdest. David Sampson. The no, like, are you keeping it hundo P? I hate, I hate yeah. that I just said that. <laughs> we'll cut it out. Thank you. <laughs> I think that it's bullshit. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yo, somebody, and you said a bad word, wait, too. You guys like yeah. horseshit better than bullshit? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> 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 You're kind of cool. <laughs> I, didn't, well, I didn't know you'd be so chill. All right. This is from the Mayo Clinic. It says, although chewing uh, gum hacks. is designed to be chewed and not swallowed, it generally isn't harmful if swallowed. Folklore suggests that swallowed gum sits in your stomach for seven years before it can be digested. Nailed it. This isn't true. If you swallow gum, it's true that. that your body can't digest it, but the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. It moves relatively intact through your digest digestive system and is excreted in your stool. On very rare occasions, large amounts of swallowed gum combined with constipation have blocked intestines in children. Uh, it's for this reason that frequent swallowing of chewing gum should be discouraged, especially in children. I thought we were going to say when it's a lot, a lot of gum and constipation combined bring you a huge bubble out of the ass. It's <laughs> Ew, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Chris, I, when did you start swallowing your gum hole? When you were a child? No, probably like in middle school, 11 or 12. And you survived, so you're, you're probably fine. He I just kind of constipated, though. You could have intestinal blockage, I'm, lear I'm learning here from the internet. Really? Like, this is if you do it every day. Obviously, you don't do that. I've, I don't. Mike? I don't. I chew gum like maybe on. ten times a Hold year. On. Well, well, oh. Mike said he's, he was the first one who said he's swallowing gum, and Mike has shit problems. Problems. I no, I was joking. I'm like, because you know that I have shit problems all the time. I'm like, that's what happens to me. Because no, I don't do that because I'm a normal, rational human being, I and I know that you don't swallow the gum. 
Also, Cody, we haven't forgotten. You well, throw that shit well, on the ground? Well, first of all, I was, you want to talk about doing bit? What? Ask me the last time I chewed gum. Oh, I have no that's, fucking clue. That's, that's like, I'm just like, well, that's oh, because you're clue. kicking so much that's ass. I, mean, I literally <laughs> never <laughs> chewed gum. You ran out all and of I'm gum. all out of gum. I Dude, literally never there. chew gum. I, I can't remember the last time I did it. So I, I was kind of just doing shtick, but I still don't believe that every single one of you is like never thrown a piece I of gum out. Not in the ground, man. Never. I have literally not never not putting done it. it. I think it's worse to do it. Like I've never these damn heathens that put it like under, under tables. Oh. That honestly, I've never done. Honestly, I, if I push comes that. to shove, I think that's better than putting it on the ground. I no. think shoving it on under a table, on a, yeah, under no, a table or sure. like somewhere. At Westwood, you get to worse for chewing gum. What's worse, throwing what? Like if you're in the car on the highway, throwing it out the window. Window, or putting it under a desk, a table at a restaurant. Well, that's worse. You're, you're offering a thing that we haven't even Highway's presented yet. Like that's kind of where I'm. T I'm not no, like. Where you do you said guys have? But motherfucker. I just like I, I'm never chewing gum. I just literally was doing a thing. Like I literally no, doing a thing, can't dude. tell Listen, you. I don't even know if I litter my gum. I chewed Cody. gum so little in my life that I literally don't even know what I do with it. You alleged that you were just doing a bit. When you were talking about throwing gum into the grass. I was. That was one of those moments. You know how Mike, you know, doing stuff with his parents? I, the, the gum thing. I don't really do that. Like, I don't what, drive what, slow. And I do. I'll, I'll admit to you the things that I actually. Shopping carts? The, the, the dog poop thing. That I will admit. What's the dog poop thing? I, I just like, just you know, if, if nobody's around, I'll no. do the fake pickup. And this. <laughs> hold on. I, no, no. Hold on. But if nobody's around, why are you faking you Because in case anyone's man. watching, in case people are watching from afar. But look. <laughs> oh you guys think. God. No, no. Listen to this. We, I have an ally on this. Somebody yesterday Ooh, specifically sent me an, an old clip of a Lebetard show where they're playing one of those hot games. Like, I got to tell you. Dan admitting to admitted to doing that like years yeah, and years not, ago. That's not a surprise. I'm just saying Dan was one of the people that judged yeah, me for it. His dog pooped in public. I'm just saying there. Dan said hmm. the exact same thing as me, and then he was on trying to make me shame. Was that me. like 39 year old Dan? I don't remember. For, like early 40s Dan would absolutely do that. <laughs> right. He has changed, thankfully. Well, and kept now, it now he's hired people to pick up the shit. Yeah. <laughs> his reasoning. His, now I do it for him. His reasoning was, I, I can't. It's my dog. I can't. I cannot be seen. No, I, like, I'm I above the dog. I cannot. I cannot disrupt the power dynamic yes. between me and the dog. I can't have the dog see me doing this. It's oh <laughs> basically his reasoning. Monster he is. Of all the places I've lived, Miami is the place where there is the most poop on the sidewalk per capita. Bullshit. Dog shit. Dog shit. Horse hockey. <laughs> Horse shit. There's a lot of dog poop on the sidewalk. There's a lot of do dog poop on the sidewalks in New York. Nobody gives a fuck about picking them up. I mean, that brings Nobody. up an interesting point. I do think there's also a lot of dog poop on the sidewalk in New York, but it blends in with everything else, so you don't notice it. Miami, the sidewalk's generally pretty clean, so when you just see a big steaming turd in your path, you're like, this doesn't belong here. Someone left this here. New York, you're like, yeah, it's just, you know, I have a could be anyone's poop. I have a friend who lives in an apartment building who someone's dog took a shit in the middle of the hallway. Wait, same. This happened to one of my friends. Yeah. And they left friend? it there. Yeah, of course they left it. offline. That'll do it for another episode of Mr. Creep. Be sure to check out all the podcasts on Levitard and Friends Podcast Network. Amin Hassan, what's on Basketball Illuminati this week? Basketball Illuminati this week, we talked about the Sarver uh, scandal. Yes, and then we also had Matt Sullivan. I know he was on the regular show too, but he's on, he was on our show first. So, there. Cinephobe? Cinephobe. Okay, this what's is Cinephobe? Cinephobe is a podcast where Zach Harper and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Try not to stay where they're actually poorly rated or maybe they can finish it. And Cinephobe is produced by Anthony Mays and you get it wherever you get podcasts. This week, this one's a big one because we've had a lot of great new listeners come in. Seems like they're since, all big ones. No, this one's this one's huge because 
listeners come in all the time. Yes, yeah, so I'll give it a try, and they listen, and they find it funny, and they laugh, but they don't get a lot of the references. We have a lot of show references on our show. So this week, we dropped the glossary episode. We wow. explained. Oh, you did behind I'm the in. bed. I, I thought you were reviewing a movie called Glossary and deleted it. No, it, it, <laughs> we, it was the, all, all right, the origins of all the show sayings that we do, like 20CB, like, uh, you know, uh, I don't even remember any of them now. Phobe, file. Phobe, file. Well, not even that one. Ass on, ass off. Ass on, ass off. Here Bingo. Film noir. Bingo. Film noir. There we go. Now, now, now we're Welcome warming up. Cooking with gas. Cooking with gas. No, no, no. They never use that. Poppy <laughs> no. talk. Exposition. Problematic. Acting your ass off. Same note too, bro. And many, many more. We not we not only explain what they mean, but also we give you the origin clip of where was the first time we said it. On the podcast. I do not envy the work that Anthony Mays had to do for that. He has a hard job. Zero cheeks. Zero cheeks, for sure. <laughs> All right. Not to be confused with ass on. Jessica, <laughs> what's on Golik and Smitty this week? NFL tears. week one, college football tiers. We had uh, a little WNBA finals preview slash review because it came out after game two. Um, and then we had a DNF last weekend. There's going to be a break until the Singapore Grand Prix, so no new episode this week. Everything okay um, with Alex Albon? I believe so. It seems like he was discharged from the epi- uh, the uh, hospital. There was a scary episode last weekend. Formula One driver appendicitis attack was admitted to the hospital. Uh, had respiratory failure from anesthesia. Um, so we wish him all the best. All the best to Alex Albon. Tony, what's on the YouTube channel? Uh, everything. Chris Cody, what's on Cinephile? He, uh, me doing Stifler's, uh, my limited fake Stifler's mom. I'm not going to do it here. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer oh, Coolidge. Yeah. <laughs> It's really good, actually. I had never done it before. Just whipped it out, and it was great. I really, I really enjoyed your review of When Harry Met Sally. And then we did When Harry Met Sally. That was, he does that the, was, he does good the content. Emmy reviews. Uh, the Patient, the new Steve Carell show. Oh, how looks is crazy. It, it, you know, you gotta listen. You gotta listen to the episode. But uh, and then they, yeah, and then basically you have to. And then Adnan tells a great story of why Billy Crystal actually hates him in real life. Jeez. Wow. Roy Bell- Roy Bellamy. What's on Montgomery Company? <laughs> we have Gina Prince Bifewood, the director of The Woman King, recently released. She comes on the show, and Renee talks to her about love and basketball, which she also directed. Oh, classic. Nice. Well, that'll do it for today's edition of Mystery Crew. Witty, what about you? Oh, uh, football, soccer pod. Football with Grant. <laughs> soccer pod. Sod. Uh, f- football with Grant Wall this week. Uh, we talked to the Austin FC manager, Josh Wolf. Recap the weekend, despite the fact there was no soccer in England. Weekend. I have nothing going on. <laughs> okay, goodbye.